Welcome your new pastor to the pulpit. First of all, we want to say how humbled we are to be here. I would have never known that God was going to do this and send us here to this particular church. But I would rather walk in God's plan and see God have his way and see the kingdom furthered and souls built, souls saved. Amen. Ain't that what it's all about? Souls for the kingdom of God. Look at your neighbor and say, Lord, help us. Help us, each and every one around us. Help us to reach out into this harvest in this season. Amen. We're living in a world that is working so hard to try to shut down the message of the gospel. But God is still God. His Holy Spirit is still moving. And great things are on the way for those who put their trust in Him. Amen. We want to say thank you for being so kind to me and my family and for the transition. We look forward to working with uh, the leadership and to getting to know each and every one of you. Uh, it may take a little time. Continue to pray for us as we're waiting on the house to close. Uh, we're staying in a camper there in Martinsville right now. Somebody asked me, was we okay? Well, it's a little tight, but God is helping us through it. Amen. We're having a good time. And uh, my wife even actually said yesterday when we came back, from, we went out, out and rode around a little bit. She said, uh, I was kind of ready to get home. And there we were standing in a camper. We were calling home for a little while. Uh, but it's been a journey. We're excited about what God wants to do. But God's going to do it through willing vessels. Vessels who will surrender and say, Lord, have your way. Amen. How many is ready to go home? If God were to call you right now, you're ready to go. That key of G. You got a G. Well, I'm laying up my treasures in that home above. I'm trusting, fully trusting in the Savior's love. I'm doing what I can for heaven's holy dove. I'm getting ready to leave this world. I'm getting ready to leave this world. I'm getting ready for the gates of pearl. I'm keeping my record bright, watching both day and night. I'm getting ready to leave this world. Sing it with me. To prepare a mansion, Jesus said, I'll go. Well, if it were not true, I would have told you so. It's just a little while to linger here below. Then I'm getting ready to leave this world. I'm getting ready to leave this world. Oh, I'm getting ready for the gates of pearl. I'm keeping my record bright, watching both day and night. I'm getting ready to leave this world. 
Well, I'm trusting in the riches of his saving grace. In each earthly trial, I his love can trace. Just a little while to linger in his grace. Then I'm getting ready to leave this world. I'm getting ready to leave this world. I'm getting ready for the gates of pearl. I'm keeping my record bright, watching both day and night. I'm getting ready to leave this world. Tell somebody around you, I'm getting ready to leave this world. I'm getting ready for the gates of pearl. I'm keeping my record bright, watching both day I'm getting ready to leave this world. That's my song, amen. Every day I live, I'm getting ready to leave this world. Glory to his name. If you will stand with me just for a moment. I want, if you will, if my wife will bring me my Bible there. Should have brought it when I come. If you will, turn with me to the book of Matthew. Every day, every step we take, being ready, not knowing the day nor the hour the Son of Man will come, but even knowing when God will call us home. Yesterday, the tragedy that we've seen, along with many tragedies in the past of innocent lives that are being lost, probably showed up there, Matthew chapter 11, showed up there not knowing not knowing that yesterday would be their last day. But I tell you today, friend, that God is a good God. In the midst of tragedy, God can bring great things forward. Please pray for these families as they deal with the loss of loved ones and they deal with the situations and the circumstances that they'll be facing in the days and the weeks to come, the pain of it all. Matthew chapter 11, when you have it, say amen if you'll just turn there with me. I'm going to get there. Are you excited? Somehow betwixt there and there, I got mixed up. Here we are. Praise the Lord. chapter 11 beginning with verse number 11 surely I say unto you among those born of women there is not 
risen one greater than John the Baptist. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. And the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. And if you're willing to receive it, he is Elijah. Look at somebody and say, are you willing to receive it? He is Elijah who has come. He who has ears, let him hear. But to what shall I like in this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to their companions and saying, we played the flute for you and you did not dance. We mourned to you and you did not lame it. For John neither came eating nor drinking and they say he has a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking and they say, look, a glutton and a wine bibber, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is justified by her children. Then he began to rebuke the cities in which the most of his mighty works had been done because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin, woe unto you, Bethsaida, for if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago and sackcloth and ashes. But I say unto you, it will be more tolerable in the time of Tyre and Sidon in the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, for you exalted or exalted to heaven will be brought down to Hades. For if it were mighty works which were done in you had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I say unto you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom at the day of judgment than for you. At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for it seemed good in your sight, all things have been delivered to me by my Father. And no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son. And the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will, somebody shout, he will, give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light I want to preach from this thought this morning we're going to pray and you can be seated on this thought the kingdom connection just for a few moments the kingdom connection how many want God to do great things in your life and in your church and in your community it's not just about the walls of this church and the things that God does to bless us here but if everything that is happening is just happening here and nothing's taking effect on the outside then I begin to question and wonder are we doing what God would have us do amen I want to take some time and just ask the Lord to speak to our hearts and let this word change our life father we thank you today you are god lord you're the author and finisher of our faith today god we ask you to hide me behind the cross of calvary we ask you lord to take your word and father that you would speak through this vessel holy ghost have your way 
rain down upon each and every one of us father and lord let us leave here transformed by your glory let us leave here transformed this morning by your word God, if anyone's come through the doors with a need, Lord, let them, let them trust by their faith in you that they can touch you, Father. They can touch the very throne room of your grace. And they don't have to leave the same way that they've come. But Lord, they can leave transformed by your wonderful grace. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. And amen. The kingdom connection. It's important for us, as I asked the question earlier, what is it that we desire from God? As children of God, what is it that we desire God to do for us in our life? I wake up daily with many needs and prayers, and there's so many things that roll through my mind and through my spirit, that not only personal needs, but also needs that I have for people that I know dearly. For those that I don't know, for the lost, for believing that my God who has touched my life is able to minister to their life. How many believe that God's hand is not shortened this morning, that it cannot reach down to the lowest place? And passing through my journey, I see people that sometimes in my own carnality, I could find myself uh, beginning to question whether change can happen in their life. But this morning as I begin to study the Word of God and seek the Lord for the message today, He began to speak into my life that simple word, change. As I begin to look at change, I begin to look into transformation. And this morning, I thank God for the transformation that has happened in my life, not only at the point of my salvation, but as I live on this journey day by day. Amen. I don't want to stay the same tomorrow that I was today. I don't want to be the same person two weeks ago that I am today. I want to be transformed from glory to glory. I want to be able to grow in the nurture and in the admonition of the Lord. Amen. It's all about growth today. It's about transformation. It's about God taking something that's broken or someone that's broken and doing a graceful, merciful miracle in their life that can take the vilest sinner and transform them. Now, I don't know about you, but if you're living out in society and you don't see that there's a need for the gospel and a need for God to move, then we must be blind. Amen. Today, we must understand by the grace and the mercy of God and the spiritual leadership of the Holy Ghost that the message of the gospel is just as relevant today as it was yesterday or 10 years ago when you got saved. There were many in that day that began to question and wonder, where is the promise of the coming of the Son of God? Well, I got news for you. He's still coming again. Amen. I don't care what society wants you to believe or what society thinks. You can believe this one thing, that the Word of God will be manifest and the prophetic will come to pass. And the song says, soon and very soon, I believe we will see the King. I'm preparing every day in my life, not just to continue to maintain who I am, but to be transformed and to grow deeper in my relationship.
relationship with God. How many wants more of God than you had yesterday? Amen. I want more of him than I had in days past. I believe that in the growth process, it's also a preparation process for different seasons in life. I don't believe 10 years ago or 20 years ago I could have come here. Amen. But I believe it was through that transformation process and the places I've been and the steps that I've taken that God has prepared me to be able to be in this season where I'm at now. God has prepared you through things in your past that has brought you to the season that you're in now. I'm going to get to the text in a minute. I'm not chasing rabbits, but I want you to understand something this morning that God wants you to transform from glory to glory by his spirit. And the only way you'll be able to do that is to be yoked in Jesus. I got to get comfortable. Y'all give me just a Somebody touch your neighbor and say, yoke up with Jesus. Amen. Oh, we're living in a society today that would love nothing more than for us to be quiet, to be silent, and to not accomplish the things of God. We're living in a society today, if we're not careful, wants us to stay wrapped up in this box that we call church and to remain comfortable where we're at and to not persevere and to not press forward and to not walk in his anointing and not yield to the spirit of God and not grow or transform from glory to glory. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation. My goodness, somebody ought to shout amen. The power of God unto salvation. We're not serving some dead God that has no power of sovereignty to be able to accomplish his work in our life. If you're broken, God can heal you. If you're hurting, God can restore you. If you're sick, God can heal you. If you got lost loved ones, God can save them. If your community is upside down, we serve a mighty God this morning. He's still able to do what he did in the days of old. My goodness, somebody give him praise in this house. He anointed Peter and James and John and all that would come to him and receive what he had for them by being touched and saved and filled with the Holy Spirit and prepared for the transformation of glory to glory to be brought into seasons where God could move in the, their lives and touch people for the kingdom of God. And today we need to wake up again and serve the mighty God of heaven and get yoked up again and quit letting the world sidetrack us, quit letting society discourage us and rise up like a mighty army and declare that he is God. He is Lord to the glory of heaven and earth. Amen. Come on, somebody. I'm excited today. I get excited when I begin to think about the God that I serve. He is a God who is more than able. He's not just able. He's more than able. He's met needs in my life that he went above and beyond the things that I have that, that I desired of him. God did above and beyond. He'll do things in your life that'll make you look back and wonder how in the world could this have happened in my life. It had to be God 
touch somebody and say, I need a moment like that. I need one of those it had to be God moments. I need one of those moments in my life where God moves so sovereignly and miraculously in my life that all I can do is lift my head and look to the heavens and give him glory because my God is a delivering God. If he can part the waters for Moses and his people to cross, he can do anything. He can make cancer dry up. He can make darkness flee. He can make your sins wash away by the blood of his son Jesus Christ it's not a myth it's a reality today the gospel is it is true today it's working today just as powerfully unto those who will believe the gospel of Jesus Christ and Jesus began to say that John the Baptist came and he preached and he began to deliver a message of repentance he was preparing the way for the gospel to go forward and for Jesus to come and for lives to be forever transformed and for communities to be changed and for individuals to be changed and for transformation to take place and in the process of all this from glory to glory he is leading us into an eternity I'm getting ready to leave this world but I have not left this world yet so what do I do while I'm waiting to leave this world I don't sit down and act like that's all I need to do is accept where I am and do nothing my goodness if God puts it before me I need to by faith do it amen if God opens up an opportunity for me to do his will then I need to do it but the only thing that is keeping many today from walking in that faith is the fact that they're yoked with the wrong folk they're yoked with the wrong mentality. Oh Lord, help us to get God's mentality. Help us to see in the spirit the way God sees. Because we're living in a generation today that is so sensitive Oh, you preach too hard preaching. You hurt my feelings. Many of them didn't like John the Baptist. But he was preaching about the truth to come. He was preaching about the grace of God. He preached about a wild man, like a wild man. He preached in the desert and he preached hard we got sensitive people today well my goodness you're just too hard on us my goodness I, I remember one day I was out on the beach shore there at Sutherland's Bluff the coast of Georgia and I'll never forget my daddy told me he said don't you go out in that water he said, you stay right where you're at. I drifted out and I began to, to get a little bit further out. And as I began to get further out, I, I began to realize it got deeper and deeper and deeper. Daddy looked at me and said, son, you're too far. Get back in here. He didn't just look at me and with a calm voice said, son, get back in. He, he began to holler a little bit, get loud, get bold, get courageous. 
because he knew the danger. I don't know about you, but we don't need to get comfortable in this world. This is not eternal. This world is not eternal. I don't care what the world wants us to, to feel good about where we're at, but this world is not eternal. What's eternal has yet to be seen. It crosses the borders of death's chilling river, and it brings us to a place of eternal uh, salvation and glory in the presence of God. This world is not eternal. We did, I didn't have time for Daddy to try to coerce me in some loving voice. I needed him to holler and get courageous and get bold and begin to speak to me with an intent of how dangerous it was. And do you know I stepped off and when I did that last step, I felt no bottom and the current grabbed me. Thank God my father was there to reach and grab me and pull me back in. I'm telling somebody today that we don't need to be sensitive when it comes to God's word. We need to be receptive when it comes to God's word because this is the transformation that will take place in your life by his spirit and by his word not by our opinions or our feelings our feelings can lead us to hell but his word and his grace and his glory will lead us to eternal glory amen somebody ought to look at your neighbor and say I'm getting ready to leave this world we're yoking up with people sometimes that don't believe the bible the way the bible is written or don't believe amen in the moving of God and in the presence of God and in the, the transformation of God. We're living in a society today where people want to be saved and keep living the way they want to keep living. But I'm telling you, if you're saved, you ought to yoke up with Jesus and quit letting the mentality of this world keep you from having a successful journey in your Christian walk. There are a lot of saved people that's got a messed up path because they're yoked up with the wrong folk. God help us today to yoke up with Jesus. Jesus said, take my yoke upon me and learn of you. If we want to move of God, then we've got to yoke up with the Lord. If we want to move of God, then we've got to grow in him. If we want God to do some things mighty in our life, I want to tell you then we've got to yoke up with him because the thing that you don't want to do is walk into a trial and be yoked up with the wrong folk. You want to be yoked up with the one who's able to keep you from falling. You don't want to walk he man into a situation where hell is raging in your life and not have enough maturity and strength and grace to stand in the midst of it all I'm telling you today church there is a God who is able to sustain you through the storms of life glory to God through the storms of life whoo Touch somebody and tell them, yoke up. Jesus said, take my yoke upon me and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. And you shall find rest for your souls. Learn of me. Take on my nature. Take on the word of God. Let it be transforming in your life. When the enemy comes in like a flood, react with the nature of Christ. Amen. Don't react in your own feelings or in your own, 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 own understanding, but react by the spirit of God and react, amen, by the nurture and the nature of God in your life. Because too often we react 
if we're not careful fleshly God don't let me react fleshly amen we made the devil mad yet y'all ain't mad with me are you come on somebody I didn't come to look pretty I didn't there's a mission amen somebody says a mission I didn't come to play tic-tac-toe with the devil I come to preach the gospel because souls are dying I come to help somebody know that God is still able today to sustain you and to carry you don't get yoked up with the wrong mentality we need God to raise us up and to be the light on the hill that a community can see and find great hope in Jesus it don't matter amen today what we think but it does matter what we know I've had some stinking thinking in my life, had you? Amen. I've had some thinking that just wasn't right. I thought it was, but I found out, Brother Ronald, it wasn't. And you know how I found out it wasn't? By the transforming power of God's grace. By His Spirit. He spoke into my heart and through his word, he began to let me realize. See, when I open the Bible, I don't read it so. That's just a good story. I, I read the word of God. That is where I'm yoking in Jesus Christ. I'm taking his yoke upon me and I'm taking that word, brother. And I'm allowing that word to get transforming in my life. It's not written just to read. It's written to apply. It's written to put in our path and to begin to walk according to it. It's growth. And as I read it day by day it begins to let me know of some things in my life that may not be just right and I need to yoke up with the word and I need to yoke up with Jesus and I need to let that word get in my spirit and I let, let that word guide me and it doesn't matter how I feel it matters only what I know is what God's word said and there have been some things in my life that God through the growing process of being a child of God as you yoke up with him will begin to allow you to see that is not necessarily what it needs to be in your life and we need to be enough amen surrender to God to allow his word to change us I want to be transformed amen in other words if I'm wrong God show me I'm wrong but then give me the courage to do something about it give me the courage God to fall on my face before an almighty God and to receive the mercies and the graces of God in my life there are people today that are dying and going to hell and they need to see a strong and courageous and a faithful church and faithful Christians who are not backing up but they're yoked up and they're not giving in to society they're not giving in to worldliness they're not giving in to the, the tactics of the enemy but they're standing firm in their faith today this is my story this is my song today God let us be strong in the Lord and in the power Hallelujah. of his might 
I'm yoked up to the one who is able to keep me from falling. The one who is able to take my path and make it straight. And in this mentality and in this experience, we are positioned and we are prepared to do what God would have us to do and to accomplish what God would have us to accomplish. I made the kingdom connection a long time ago and the enemy has tried to disconnect connect me by putting thoughts and putting opinions and putting uh, worldly things in my path. But I'm telling you I ain't got time to yoke up with those kind of things. I want to have a a life that is pleasing unto God and that means that I'm going to stay connected by faith and yoke myself up to him and the enemy may try to take me and twist me and turn me aside but I am anchored in my faith This gospel as Paul preached is just as real today as it was yesterday and I stand upon it. It will never fail my life. We serve a God who cannot fail. Give him glory. Hallelujah. Touch somebody and tell them he cannot fail. Hey, won't you ask somebody that's ever been somewhere and they needed God to move and they prayed and they prayed and when they got in that fire, they found out they weren't alone, that God Almighty was right there. They weren't by themselves. God showed up. I'm telling you, God's not looking to stand back and watch you defeated. He's waiting on you to say, Lord, I need so he can come to your rescue. Amen. And move in your life. How many need God to move in your life? I need him to come to my shanda, my high. I need him to come to my rescue. I need God to move in my life. I ain't got time, amen, to look pretty. I ain't got time to try to look professional. Amen. Sometimes it gets ugly and you're desperate. And it don't matter if your tie's fixed. It don't matter if you're barefooted. It don't matter if you ain't got no groceries in there. You yoked up with Jesus and everything's going to be all right. You yoked up with Jesus and you will not be defeated. For my Bible said that when they went into the fiery furnace, the king looked in and said, there's a fourth man in there and he's likened to the son of God. He was there in the fire and he'll be there in your circumstance. I'm convinced that many times the reason why we have failed to see what we desire or say we desire to see is because we have not like the children the three Hebrew boys we have not took a stand and say I will not be moved somewhere along the line we've caved somewhere along the line we gave in somewhere along the line we got our eyes off of what really mattered and then when trouble came we wondered where he was we bowed down to the enemy in some way we yoked up to the enemy in some way and this morning I come to tell somebody that God is saying to you yoke up with Jesus 
take this yoke upon you. Be like the three Hebrew children and be willing to courageously say, I don't care what the world says, I'm gonna stand by faith and I will not bow. Hallelujah. I will not. Lives are hanging in the balance. And we see throughout scriptures many of the men of God who went in the anointing of God and accomplished great things. The church that came under attack, yet they were a praying church when Peter was in jail. They prayed constantly that God would move in his behalf. The church was praying. They didn't give up and they continued to press forward. When troubles came, they didn't stop. So we don't need to stop either. Come on, somebody. We don't need to back up. We don't need to apologize for the gospel. We don't need to apologize for our Christian way of life. We don't need to apologize for how we worship. We don't need to apologize for loving a God who created us so much and gave us provision to make this journey home. Don't you get hey beside yourself and realize that God desires your passionate love and it doesn't matter. My God goodness I feel this somebody say be passionate some of us are more passionate about our families than we are God we're, we're more passionate about the church pews or we're more passionate about the facilities or our job than we are God God help us to be passionate about our creator in such a way that everything else falls in a second place to who he is in our life I love the blessings of God but not more than the blesser in my life he is the God of the blessing and he is the blesser and he deserves our praise he deserves it it don't matter what people think worship him ever how God lays on your heart worship him don't be ashamed worship him nobody else died for you but Jesus did worship him nobody else shed their blood or but Jesus did worship him he is worthy nobody put breath in your body but Jesus worship him yoke up with him nobody has the answer but Jesus yoke up with him if you yoke up any other way you're yoking up to failure and defeat Yoke up to the one who loves you and went through the process of struggle and torment, carrying the sins of the world on his shoulders, hanging on a old rugged cross blood dripping down his body pain agonizing pain gripping his flesh
but in his spirit he said father forgive them for they know not what they do what love for the son of God to say father forgive he could have called you've heard this 10,000 angels but why would he love would not let him who do I want to be yoked with I want to be yoked with Jesus stand with me if you will I want to be yoked with Jesus because all my hope does not rest in who I am or what position I hold or what church I attend those are blessings what family God has blessed me with all my hope lies in the fact that something happened over 2,000 years ago on Galgotha's Hill and when my life is a wreck Jesus said take my yoke upon you preacher you preach hard I'm sorry I'm just preaching what God gave me I'll smile at you love you and hug your neck later but I'm just preaching what God gave me is that okay I'm passionate about what I believe I'm passionate enough to know that God still saves and salvation is more than just a prayer. Anybody can pray the sinner's prayer. But what's happening in your heart? Paul was preaching at the church at Corinth. He said, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers what he was speaking of when he said that was this church at Corinth they had saved people there but they were surrounded by pagan worshipers and false apostates they were teaching false doctrine they were Christians though and Paul said don't yoke up with that mentality you stay in word of God you know by the spirit of God what is true what is right this will this will keep you in your path and in your journey. But what you need to do is yoke up with the truth. Yoke up with Jesus. Yoke up with what you know to be real, to be true and lasting, and to be transforming. My transformation has not come because I chased opinions and ideologies my transformation came because I yoked up with Jesus and I learned of him and I'm still learning of him how many would say I'm still learning I'm still growing and there's some people out there that need to see the light they're living in darkness so I want to be the one and I want you to be the one that's willing to say this morning, I'll stand for Jesus and let the world go by. I'm, I'm going to stand in the midst of all this chaos and everything that's happening, all the evil, all the things that's happening in society. I'm going to stand for Jesus and let the world go by. I'm, I'm going to do like Brother Doyle said, look at me, but listen to him. Listen to me, look at me, listen, listen to him. This is what he said. If you're not yoked up with him, you'll never grow in him. You got to be yoked up with him. We all do. 
And I got news for you. You don't just grow in one day. It's a lifetime process of saying, God, here I am. Mold me, make me. I give my life to the potter's hand. How many believe that today? That you can, you can be transformed tomorrow more than you are today that you can be closer to God and closer in your relationship and more mature in your relationship and, and walking into seasons prepared because you're yoked up to Jesus this morning I got news for each and every one of you you may not pastor a church I don't know maybe God will call you you may not ever evangelize but that does not mean that there's some, there's not something important for you to do in your life through the church and your community and so you must realize that Seasons don't just come to the pulpit. They also come to individuals. And if God's doing something in you, it's for a season that he has prepared for you to walk into. A season that he has ordained for you to step into. How many wants to step in your season ready? I don't want to stumble in it unprepared. I want to be ready when my season comes. I want to be yoked up with Jesus. I want his truth to be the foundation of who I am and the life that I'm living. This morning, every head bowed, every eye closed for a moment, no one looking around, you would say, Preacher, I don't know the Lord as Savior of my life. Or maybe I'm backslid. I used to know him, but I've allowed myself to, to just kind of the things of life came and I, I just kind of let things fall by the wayside. Let me encourage you to know something this morning. God is not disappointed in you. He loves you. Amen. He's not sitting up there making judgments against your life. He loves you. That's why Jesus came. And your life is, is, is heavy laden with confusion, with spiritual emotional pressure Jesus said take my yoke upon you you've been yoked up with the world that's that's not a problem God can't fix this morning his yoke as they were singing about earlier his grace is so it, it can come down and crush the yoke and break the chains ain't that what it's saying break the chains off your life I wouldn't be embarrassed about that I'd rather be free amen I want to be free and you would say pastor that's me I want to be free then all your hope is in Jesus this morning take his yoke upon you if you, if you don't know the Lord is your Savior, these altars are open. We encourage you, as the song said earlier, to run out of that place and run into His arms. Run into your Savior's arms this morning. He loves you with a passion. He loves you with a diligence. Well, Pastor, I, I know the Lord is Savior. I just want to grow more and more in Him. I want to be transformed through, through, through the sanctification process that continues every day in my life, not only in the immediate work of God and salvation, but also daily. God is transforming us and sanctifying us and using us. That's my desire. That's what I want God to do. 
not satisfied where I'm at. I want to go further in my transformation. These altars open. If that's you to make a step of declaration right now, whatever your need may be, I'm coming to you, Lord, and I'm declaring to you, Lord, today that I choose to yoke with Jesus. While they sing, all my hope, all your hope is in Jesus. Don't you want your yesterdays, amen, to be a thing of the past and your todays, amen, to be great and transforming in His grace. These altars are open today. You need to come. Run to God today.
Amen. Have you been washed in the blood? Amen. Has God been good to you this morning? Has he touched your life? We appreciate what the Lord is doing, what God's going to continue to do. If we'll take God's word and apply it to our life, I know that God will manifest, manifest some wonderful things in his purpose in us. We appreciate you today and thank you so much for everything and the fruit basket in the back and the corn. I'm going to be eating fruit for supper. Hallelujah. We love you and we appreciate you so much. Ask Brother Buddy.